Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Country Wine and Spirits is America's number one online liquor store. You can go there and find anything that you want and maybe a couple things that you never knew that existed and you just got to try it. They carry everything, all the name brands that you're familiar with, whether it's Jameson's or Crown Royal or Swole Tequila. They got everything that you're going to need there, including bar supplies and whatever else you're going to need to create your own home bar. So head over to cwspirits.com and remember, use discount code HEY5. That's brand new as of right now. HEY5 at checkout and get 5% off your entire order. And remember, free shipping over $125. It's a great deal. You got to go check it out. Head over to cwspirits.com. Use discount code HEY5 at checkout. Hey bartender, pass me a drink. A reason that I'm here is I need time to think. All the ways of the world have really got me down. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. This is your bartender speaking. I am Anthony. You can call me Dude. That's completely cool with me. Welcome to the end of the year Hey Bartender podcast episode. It is goodbye 2022, hello 2023. Sorry I haven't been around that much lately. i uh, just uh, been, you know, a little bit busy, got myself a new day job that's taken up a lot of time, and uh, creativity was leaving me for a little while, but you know, it's gradually coming back. Because I want to give you guys some good content to listen to, and not just me rambling on and on and on the whole time. I didn't do a Christmas episode this year. Usually I really try to do that, but, um, you know, tell you the truth, people, I just wasn't in the Christmas spirit. Uh, you know, it was tough to travel, couldn't get out to see my family this year, and, you know, it's probably a good thing that I stayed home after seeing all the crap that was going on with Southwest Airlines during these uh, crazy holiday season. Do you people see that? And, you know, I have to admit there's a lot of people that got really creative because they really wanted to go see their families or really wanted to go home instead of being stuck at an airport for hours and hours or maybe days and days. And, uh, you know, I'm not even sure, uh, I'm not going to keep you updated on current events. I'm not even sure what caused Southwest Airlines to just pretty much say, fuck it. Uh, we're not doing nothing. All the planes on the ground. I don't care what you do. But nonetheless, Christmas went uh, by pretty good for me. But, uh, you know, let's get started with the show because uh, we're going to uh, do an end of the year wrap up. Uh, you know, since uh, New Year's Eve is coming up here pretty quick, uh, I decided to search around the internet to see if I could find a unique cocktail for you guys. Uh for the new year. Now it's up to you whether or not you want to make it because new year's Eve, we all know in all the bars, it's going to be, uh, 
hell of a night. You know, you got all your good regulars that are there just for a familiar place to be and all the newbies or, or rookies that are there thinking that it's time to party to get in a fight and that will be a good night. Now, this drink I got on liquor.com, this one's called Set the New Year on Fire. Uh, it's kind of a complicated drink, so if you're going to be behind the bar, um, you might be able to make it, um, depending on how deep and how wide your customers are at the time. But let's get to how to make this thing. The ingredients go as follows. Six mint leaves, three-quarter ounces of lime juice, preferably fre freshly squeezed, half ounce of simple syrup, two ounces of 12-year-old single malt scotch, half ounce of Campari, garnished with a flaming lime. Okay, the steps to making this. Add the mint leaves, lime juice, and simple syrup to a Collins glass and press the leaves gently with a muddler. Add the scotch to fill the glass with crushed ice. Float Campari on the top to fill with more crushed ice. Garnish with a flaming lime shell. Flaming lime shell, squeeze the juice from the half lime reserving the juice from uh, for another use just get rid of the lime juice place the lime shell on top prepared cocktail and place one sugar cube on top of that douse the sugar cube with 151 rum and carefully light it on fire extinguish before drinking that is very important i know some of you bars out there you don't allow uh, uh flat fire drinks but sometimes the customers enjoy watching uh the presentation the fire and everything like that is uh, just for entertainment purposes only. Um, it seems like, uh, I mean, there are flaming drinks out there that actually taste better after they've been on fire. And I'm not talking about the flaming Mo from The Simpsons. But uh, anyway, yeah, this is going to be New Year's 2023. Uh, as usual, Lonely Me is going to be celebrating it alone, probably in his house. And, uh, you know... Uh, I don't, I haven't watched uh, the ball drop in years, but uh, hey, I'm, you know, I got the time off. I might as well use it. Got to find something to do. But uh, working on New Year's Eve, uh, I always thought of it as uh, kind of a cool thing because it was guaranteed business night. You were going to get customers no matter what day it was, no matter, uh, you know, no matter what. I mean, there, I've told you stories in the past, like uh, one bar I worked at, uh, they forced us to wear tuxedos while we were bartending. Let me tell you, that was uncomfortable. Uh, we were all really hot, sweat right through the tuxedos, but still a lot of fun. Then later on, I worked at a different uh, different bar, um, you know, because uh, when a bartender has that shift, you know, they realize, oh, New Year's Eve falls on my night. They covet that. It's theirs. I, You know, nobody is taking this away from me. That's a big money night. Screw all of you that want to work. I know this because I was like that. Uh, there was one New Year's Eve that fell on a Tuesday. That was my bartending night. They, uh, one of my coworkers said, hey, hey, can I take that night? And I said, nope, mine. You can't take it away from me. You can come and visit me. Uh, but it is mine. I don't care what you think. I still feel bad for that one night because I was working with a girl, a uh, great, uh, great girl. She, uh, if she and I still talk to this day, she and I'd still be friends. 
but we, you know, as time goes with all friends, you kind of lose track of them. And she wanted to get off uh, work to celebrate New Year's with her friends that came to the uh, came to the bar to visit her. But I wouldn't let her go because I didn't want to get stuck cleaning up all the glassware that was going to be all over the place. And maybe if I said it, I'll let you get off the clock, but you're going to have to stick around and help me clean up. But uh, I didn't. So uh, whatever. It was also kind of funny. My other server, she, uh, I let her go because I want I needed to keep one server on and because of the rotation, it was uh, her turn to get off early. She stuck around for New Year's. But uh, it weirded me and the girl that stayed working me with me that night, weirded us both out that her, uh, the other server and her boyfriend, I really should use names that way. This story wouldn't be so confusing. But uh, I don't want to, you know, embarrass anybody. Um, they... I guess she decided that she uh, wanted to give me a kiss for New Year's. And so in order to justify that, he, she let her boyfriend give my other server a kiss for New Year's. And, uh, you know, I'm not complaining. It was a nice kiss. But, I, you know, you can't, uh, I couldn't let anything uh, go for that because I don't move in on other people's relationships. That's just the way I am. But the better New Year's Eve was the one where we had wear tuxedos. Uh, that was the start of the new millennium. It was going to be the year 2000 and everybody thought the world was going to end, or at least we're a little paranoid about the world was going to end. And you guys have no idea how badly when the clock struck 12 at the bar, everybody yells, happy new year. And I wanted to hit the main power, uh, switch to the bar and have everything go black. I wanted to do that so bad and mess with my customers. It could have been funny, but it also could have ended very tragically. So, eh, you know, you can always uh, wish things happen. However, for Hey Bartender Podcast this year, it was a pretty good year. Uh, my goal, I set lots of goals this year, and I met most of them to a degree. And I'm incredibly happy with how this year went with Hey Bartender Podcast. And of course, with uh, 2023 coming up, I'm hoping uh, it's going to be that much better. Because let me tell you about Hey Bartender Podcast goals for 2022. Uh, in 2021, I got 10,000 downloads. I worked hard for those downloads. And uh, I decided for this year that I was going to make, uh, I was going to set a goal for 20,000 downloads. I didn't want to be greedy. I didn't want to, um, uh, see, you know, uh, sit back and set, uh, an unbelievable goal. And, uh, you know, some people think you should set, uh, uh on a, what you think is unattainable goals, but I just, I just didn't want to be greedy, you know, uh, I'm ho always hoping that this podcast grows bigger than what it is the day before. But Hey Bartender Podcast, for the year 2022, I set the goal of 20,000 downloads. I ended up getting 40,000 downloads. Thank you so much to every single one of you that listens to Hey Bartender Podcast. Now, granted, I don't get Joe Rogan's numbers or Call Me Daddy's numbers, but it is an extreme honor 
this is just a little podcast I do for fun. Uh, I do have a day job, so I don't have a lot of time to uh, put as much thought and as eff- much effort as I want to because my job is uh, is really physically demanding and takes up a lot of my day, so I don't get a lot of time to do this, which I have tons of fun doing. I get to meet the most incredible people. Uh, I get to uh, talk about everything that's on pretty much on my mind and, you know, basic experiences, not to mention, uh, answer questions. And, you know, it, it's all about the people, you know, the reason why I started Hey Bartender podcast some years ago, 260 some odd episodes ago was to, uh, inform and promote the, uh, the, people of the service industry, because let's face it, people of the service industry, we get treated like crap. Uh, you know, we do have our good customers, but we do also have the bad customers and the bad customers are usually the ones that we see once and we never see again. I mean, I've told you before, a lady comes in and she sits down at a table and I come over and say, Hey, what can I get for you? And she says, every time I come here, the service is terrible. And there's that, urge in your mind where you just want to look them right in the eye and go then why do you keep coming back i've brought up a lot of smart uh smart aleck things to say to customers and i will uh say that they are true they are things that i've said to customers and i mean the one where the guy says you want to step outside and i say no thanks i don't need a blowjob right now that's true i will go to the grave saying that's true and i do have people that will vouch for me for saying that to that one particular customer. And, uh, but there have been other times where it was just, you know, I knew I was being a dick, uh, where one customer, uh, she, uh, said something to me. Uh, I didn't, well, I can't remember what it was now, but I was working a morning shift and, you know, after years of working night shifts and all of a sudden the boss says, Hey, we need you to cover for a day shift. And I'm used to going to bed around 6 a.m., but I've got to go into work at, uh, by 10. And uh, this customer uh, said something that she thought was smart alecky, and then I responded with, you know, because it was something, some, whatever she said was something that I'd heard a thousand times over. And I just went, wow, that's original. And she ended up calling the boss about it, and she, uh, he took me aside and says, Anthony, you got to be nice to these people. I said, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, uh, that that particular boss, he was one of the coolest bosses that I ever had because he, no matter what, he backed us up on everything. But I have been been grateful for some of the fan mail that I've been receiving. I haven't been receiving a whole lot. I'm not going to sit here and say, my inbox is bursting with people going, love the show. Um, No, I would love to see some more. Um, and hear about what you guys want to talk about, or even if you want to be on the show. But I had one couple that just said, uh, you know, unfortunately, I couldn't find the email. I spent the last week trying to find the email that they sent me. So if you guys are listening to it right in this episode right now, thank you so much for the email. And if you still have a copy of it, can I have it? Because I'd really love to read it on the show. But basically, they uh, messaged me saying, they loved the show. They loved driving around, listening to the show. They were heading to some kind of uh, family gathering or something like that, and they were listening to the episode 
where I talk about you should check out the bars before you go apply there. I mean, no matter how desperate you are for a job, you should always go check it out first. Maybe go in the night before you decide to go in and fill out an application and just see what the atmosphere is like. And, you know, pay attention to the employees that you're going to be working with. Pay attention to the clientele. Maybe if you don't like a lot of crap on the walls, uh, maybe, uh, maybe not work there. Or if you love the atmosphere, definitely work there. Or if you notice that the uh, employees are constantly joking around like they're brothers and sisters, yeah, you definitely want to work there. But it was just uh, mind-blowing for me that I got a comment from a fan saying, uh, or a couple, saying that they thoroughly enjoyed the show and they picked a particular episode out and said how much that episode meant to them because they thought that was a brilliant idea. Go check out the place before you go, uh, before you apply there. Cause you know, you, you might ap uh, apply at a place and then once you get in there, you notice that everybody's stressed out. Everybody's pissy and, or your, the customers are ultra rude and they do nothing about it. So you might not want to want to work there, but, uh, um, some things you can't find out right away. Like some of the corporate restaurants, they expect, uh, have high expectations. And if you're not used to, um, you know, getting the people in, setting them down, getting their order, getting them their drinks and have them in and out of there within a uh, half hour to 45 minutes, uh, you know, you're being timed. Maybe that's not the sort of thing. Maybe I always suggest, people work in a mom and pop shop, you know, just something privately owned that way it's more relaxed and you have opportunity to get to know your customers and uh, build a clientele. That's how you stay alive in the service industry, whether you're a bartender, server, whatever you stay alive because of your good customers. And it's not about turnover and because your good customers will take care of you. That's, uh, they, and they make you feel good about your job and they make it that you want to show up to work every day. And that is a great feeling. Not many jobs out there where every morning you, you're like, ah, oh, okay, let's get to work. Go make some money. Well, it's not every day either, but, uh, it's, you know, you, uh, some of you people that haven't been in the service industry for a while or are just listening to this podcast just for background noise, uh, uh, you do have those days where you just can't handle work. Unfortunately, in the service industry, we can't, uh, we don't have medical benefits, therefore we don't have uh, sick days. So if we don't work, we lose money. But there are always those ultra important that I've found out in the last 10 years, mental health days. You've just got to take a day off no matter what. I mean, it's you call in sick and you sit and watch TV all day. It could be just because you need a breather. I mean, some of us, uh, there, I, I remember there was one time where a new employee, they said, Oh God, I haven't had a day off in two weeks. And I turned and looked at him and I said, call me when you reach three months. And they kept their mouth shut after that. 
other what things that have been so great about this show in the last year, I've expanded my uh, the guest list. And it's not just people all over the United States anymore. I've interviewed people from England. You remember Adam Hall. I interviewed him back in 2021. But I've also uh, interviewed people from Ecuador. I've interviewed people from Russia. And, I, you know, it floors me that it's my podcast has made it out that far. You know, just a simple podcast where, you know, I'm just a simple small-town bartender that decided to talk about stories and people actually are interested. Now, maybe it's my self-esteem or something like that, but, you know, I'm happy that it's making it out that far. I mean, I look at my analytics here. My top uh, geographic location for listeners, of course, is the United States, but I am also have a great number of people that listen to Hey Bartender Podcast in the United Kingdom, Canada, Ireland, Puerto Rico, and um, those are just the top five. And I, I mean, I even get people from uh, areas that I wasn't even expecting to speak English. And if you people who listen to Hey Bartender Podcast in other countries are using Hey Bartender Podcast to learn English, uh, sorry, people, I'm going to mess you up pretty bad. Not, not saying anything violent. It's just my English isn't the greatest. Maybe you should, uh, well, keep listening to Hey Bartender Podcast just for the fun of it. You might learn some good American sarcasm. The analytics for age of people that listen to my show does not surprise me a whole lot. Um, Number one age group that listens to Hey Bartender podcast is the ages of 28 to 34. That's about your average bartender right about there. 23 to 27 is number two. And they, uh, once again, that's normal age for people that work in the service industry. 18 to 22. Now, the ones that are like 18 22 i sit back and think that they're newbies and they think they're going to listen to this podcast and learn ways to get uh get the most powerful drink out there and get drunk uh sorry kids i'll tell you about new drinks every now and then but i don't talk about uh drinking and getting drunk i talk about work the uh analytics for genders that listen to hey bartender podcast is about where I kind of like it. Uh, it's 50-50 male-female. Well, 48-51 male-female. And uh, the rest, that 1% that is left unsaid is uh, non-specified or non-binary. And, which, to me, means I'm getting a little bit of everybody. Which makes me very happy. Because I don't want this podcast to just be uh, something for only certain people to listen to, that only certain people can relate to. No, I want to relate to the men. I want to relate to the women. I want to relate uh, to the non-binary. It, uh, you know, it doesn't matter whatever race, creed, how you self-identify or anything. This is about working. This is about uh, working in the service industry. And all kinds of, uh, the, all the colors of the rainbow of people work in the service industry and you know it's kind of it's kind of fun uh because uh, you know you meet all sorts of people and you know some unfortunately some people you don't get along with that happens there's seven billion people in this world the odds are pretty good you're not going to get along with one of them but uh you know it's just makes me happy that uh i attract everybody 
everybody is possible to listen to Hey Bartender podcast. Just like when you came into my bar, there uh, there was re- no racism, there was no uh, sexism. Well, there was one night where uh, a group of people came in and uh, they caused a little bit of trouble, but they started uh, they started in when I told them they got to calm the hell down or they got to get out of there. They started screaming that I was against their particular way of life. And I was like, no, you're actually causing a disturbance. I don't care what you do. And they said, nope, this is all because you don't like our type of people and we don't appreciate that. And then they started singing their anthems and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, for Christ's sakes. And uh, eventually they they did leave without too much uh, muss or fuss. But I don't remember them coming back either, which between you guys, me and the fence post, me and my coworkers at the time, uh, none of us really cared that they didn't come back because they ran us stupid that night for appetizers, drinks. Uh, every time we went, uh, went to their table to drop something off, they'd want something else. We drop something off again, they'd want something else. And so initially uh, essentially we're stuck at that one table and uh just because they keep ordering things one at a time and you know don't take any breaks it's just like there's no okay we're good for now and then you can go tend to your other customers no every time hey uh can i get another beer sure hey can i get some pot stickers sure okay hey can i get some uh jalapeno poppers and a uh apple martini okay sure and then get back can i get you guys anything else oh uh nothing for now oh wait i could use a refill of my water (sighs) okay that is the life of the server people and uh anybody who doesn't understand that has never worked in the service industry before a lot of the comments that i've received well let's talk about tiktok for a second 2022 was where Hey Bartender Podcast, for some reason, started to shine on TikTok, at Hey Bartender Podcast, if you're curious. I struggled through 2021 to get about 700 followers. Struggled really hard. Uh, And I was sitting there debating a lot of the time, was it because I don't participate in any of the TikTok trends? Is it because uh, I don't take my shirt off uh, and show off what could be considered a muscle. Um, no, it, it's, it's just, I hadn't found my niche yet. And, uh, the thing about that was I was, I sat down for a long time and I thought, what do I do in order to boost my followers on TikTok?" Now I sat back and thought about it for a long time. And I just thought, you know, just go with the flow and do what I do to feel comfortable, I don't have to do dance. I don't have to uh, do a bunch of lip syncing or anything like that. Do what I need to do in order to promote the podcast. So uh, I stayed uh, stagnant at around 700. And then with the help uh, of a few friends, fellow ambassadors for Country Wine and Spirits, um, I got a 1,000 followers. And I was like, okay, now this is cool. 
I finally reached a thousand followers. I've opened up a couple more things that I can do on TikTok that to this day, I still not have taken uh, advantage of like doing lives. But I will tell you about this. The one video that put me um, way up. I'm not saying I'm TikTok famous now. I'm far from it. But uh, all of a sudden, overnight, my numbers just started going up and up and up. All because of one video. I did a video on the 21 run. And uh, it was the most memorable 21 run customer that I had ever had. This girl comes in and asks for a strawberry daiquiri. Now, bartenders out there, you all agree with me. Blenders are not our favorite thing to do. In fact, I've even talked to a few bartenders that work in a lot of places. They don't even have blenders just to avoid that anymore because uh, not after we use them, we have to clean them. And then uh, uh, it's it takes a long time to uh, prep. It takes a long time to make. And we clean them, and then we got to do it again. It slows down our line, slows down our rhythm. But I put on there that... Uh, you can look it up on TikTok. It's uh, it's well labeled. It's called Twenty One Run, and people started going nuts, saying, "Well, if you don't like your job, then quit." Is uh, why are bartenders uh, so uh, mean? Why are bartenders so entitled? And uh, you know, I was getting a lot of nasty comments at first, but uh, I just sat back and said, "Oh well," and. Then all of a sudden, the service industry came to the rescue. They started saying, oh, God, the blender is the bane of my existence. And, uh, you know, people just like, oh, hell yeah, I totally agree. Hate making blended drinks. Baristas even started coming to my rescue going, I hate using blenders to make frappuccinos. And that started making me feel better. But it's amazing on social media how people will attack you. And I've told you guys before that I uh, have shaky hands, not something I can control. I've seen a doctor about it. There's nothing he can do. And people started making Michael J. Fox jokes about me or, uh, you know, say, you know, or, you know, just mean things like that about my shaky hands. But I was able to diffuse that. You know, I was able to ignore it for a long time. But then after a while, I decided to make a video. Look. This is why my hands shake. It's hereditary. And that did pretty well. But the 21 run video, since I posted it on August 31st, has gotten over 2.1 million views. It's no record on TikTok, but it's a record for me. And I'm proud of that. And not only did it get me 2.1 million views, it got me from 1,000 followers to 29,600 followers. Holy crap, all since August. And, you know, I'm still trying to keep doing some good content on TikTok. Um, but, uh, you know, I, once in a while I get a little discouraged because other people already, you know, came up with ideas that, uh, you know, oh, this would be a good idea. And, oh, this other bartender already did that idea. Damn. Not to mention probably the Strange Liquor Law videos that I did uh, for each state in the United States probably helped me out quite a bit. Um, but you know, TikTok is a very fickle thing. Um, so far I haven't had any, uh, well, no, I take that back. 
I uh, I did have one video that was taken down because of content. Uh, I was using one of the Just the Tipsy bottles. You might have uh, seen people advertise those on CW Spirits. The bottle is, well, Just the Tipsy is available on CW Spirits, and it's a sparkling rosé. But the bottle looks like a giant dick. Uh, I don't have to censor myself here. I can just go ahead and say it because on TikTok, I kind of say it's a rocket ship. But uh, Just the Tipsy is a sparkling rosé that looks like a dick. And it's hilarious to me. And I think it was Alabama or something like that that uh, said that they can't, they will not allow anybody to sell alcohol that has any, oh, sexual uh, type of advertisement. And then I said, well, I wonder what they think of this and showed a bottle of just the tipsy. Uh, TikTok didn't like it. But, you know, using Hey Bartender podcast and, uh, TikTok, well, all the social medias, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, it's all allowed me to uh, branch out and meet people from um, various liquor companies, too. They just, they call me up and say, hey, you want to advertise our liquor on, our, uh, on your show? And I'm like, sure, absolutely. Um, and uh, at first, I was a little intimidated by that because I'm like, talk about uh, alcohol. Uh, this is, this is a show that was designed, uh, to speak to the, uh, speak to the people that work there. And then I thought I can turn that around. I can, uh, since I'm talking to their representatives, most of them were bartenders at one time anyway. And, you know, it's, you know, a way for them to advertise and it's a way for me to sometimes get free product, but getting to talk to Trevor Schneider, uh, of Reka vodka. That was a lot of fun. And believe me, it's a pretty good vodka talking to Drake Rota, uh, about, uh, cocktail caviar. That was a lot of fun. And a lot of insight on how, uh, how that stuff is made and what their stuff. Um, uh, Evan or Elijah Craig distillery. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, uh, Hard Truth Distilling Company. That was another great episode. Yeah, it. Um, not to mention Steve Allen, who uh, is the founder of Von Payne Whiskey. I'm going to uh, make them stand out for just a second because their product is very unique. The, uh, if you don't know about it, Von Payne Whiskey is a black, black currant infused flavored vodka. It is great. And not to mention the bottle is very unique and it comes with a pour spout where the pour spout is a gargoyle and it, the presentation alone is amazing, but the product inside is fantastic. And I liked talking to this guy because he started in his kitchen. He just decided I want to make a liquor and, you know, just go listen to the, uh, listen to the show. You'll hear the whole story. And he just took it upon himself to make his own liquor and then take it out and market it, bottle it. Uh, and, uh, it, and it's amazing stuff. Um, you know, you'll see the link in the description of the podcast on where, uh, where you can get it. It's available on CW spirits. And also I have a link to Von Payne whiskey, but to hear these small business owners, uh, start from nothing to go to, distributing a dream 
to do something. It's very inspiring for me to listen to these people and um, not to mention a lot of fun. Another letter that I did receive this year that I kept to myself for a long time, but I'll tell you guys now. Um, there, This is, this is going to be tough for me to talk about, but uh, it's meant to be heard. Uh, a while back, I received an email from somebody that's asked me flat out, how come you don't have any guests on your show that represent the LGBTQ plus community? And I sat back and I thought about it for a little while and I sent quick, uh, very quickly sent them a email that says, how do you know? I have never forced a guest. If it comes up in the conversation, that's all them, but I have never asked a guest or forced a guest or even brought it up with a guest to bring up their sexuality. And you know why? Because it's none of my damn business. We're talking about the bar industry. We're not talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, what's it like being a uh, LGBTQ behind the bar. You know, if you want to know what uh, it's like to be L- uh, behind the bar being LGBTQ, listen to the show, and they will tell you. You'll find out that the people that are uh, that do go under the subheading of LGBTQ, they don't make a big deal about it. They, you know, sure a couple of them have talked about, they refer to um, their spouse as their partner or their boyfriend, girlfriend as their partner. Uh, but I don't let it go any farther than that just because I don't think it's a big deal because happiness is what you make of it. If you're happy, you go by me by all means go do that if you if you love somebody go be in love be happy in who you're in love with is your business and it's not the business of hey bartender podcast to try to out you it's not the business of hey bartender podcast to try to uh get you to talk about your private life like that cuz that's not what hey bartender podcast is here to do we're here to talk about bar, uh, work in the service industry and you know what? Some of my most popular episodes were people that were in the LGBTQ community. And, um, you know, if you didn't catch from, if the, whoever wrote that email to me complaining that I didn't represent anybody from the LGBTQ community, I do. I just don't make a big deal about it. It's kind of like what Arsenio did. Uh, you, everybody's seen that clip where, um, you know, some... Uh, some guys jumped up and said, how come you don't represent anybody from the gay community? And he basically went off on those guys saying, it's my show. I have on my show whoever I want. If I haven't had somebody that you want me to have on the show, it's because they don't have anything that interests me right now. But he uh, he talked about he, all the people that he's had on the guests. He's like, Elton John was on the show and he rocked the joint. That's the way I think about it when I bring people on my show. It, uh, you know, we're not going to talk about your sexuality because your sexuality is your business. And what we're here to talk about is, um, what's it like behind, uh, working at the restaurant. Now, if one of my guests were to have a story where, uh, something bad happened or great happened, I, I go on, I, uh, I want good and bad stories all over my show. 
uh, because of their sexuality or something like that, by all means, if you want to tell the story, go ahead and tell it. I'm all ears. Um, but unless you bring it up, I'm not going to talk about it. Other very influential people to me, um, that have been on the show, Jessica Miller, she was on episode 245. And if you listen to her show, you'll hear this, uh, well, beautiful woman that, uh, not that that has anything to do with anything, but this woman that decided that she wanted to start her own business and run it and the things that she did in order to do it. Not to mention another guest who just all of a sudden came, uh, came across an opportunity to own a bar and took it. Tay Cobb, for instance, episode 263. Uh, her boss decided that he wanted to go back to doing practicing law, I think she said, and offered her and her friend the bar. Now she runs it. It's hers. And I th- those are amazing stories. And uh, it's very influential to me to hear these people talk about that they had the guts to go ahead and do it. You know, whether it was their dream uh, dream thing to do or not, they decided this is something that I want to do. I want to run my own business. And they took the bull by the horns and went for it. I love that. Another uh, guest that I had on the show that I have great admiration for, uh, Lonnie Seppi. Now, uh, she was on episode 244, she, I found out at the last second because uh, she's my uh, administrator for uh, CW Spirits. She, when I have a question about a certain alcohol or how to uh, promote something or have something to promote, I go to her. And uh, I asked her to be on the show. And at the last second, she told me that she works or uh, works for Walt Disney World. And I was like, oh my God, I've always wanted to have somebody on my show that worked for Walt Disney World because there's so much that goes behind that. All the stories um, working for Disney. And I wanted to confirm some of the rumors. I wanted to hear some of the stories. And uh, it w- and some of her stories were just flat out cool. I thought, I personally, I was concentrating way too much during that show about uh, working for Disney. But she was more than happy to tell me anything I wanted to know especially when she said she was chosen as one out of 10, uh, one of 10 people out of like 15,000 applicants to run Olga's Cantina at Galaxy's Edge. That's amazing. One of the most brilliant things that I've ever heard said on my podcast by a guest was episode 247, interview with Neil Strachan, who uh, is an ambassador for Belvini Scotch, Uh, And he came on the show. And as you guys know, at the beginning of every show, I like to have people have a drink special. Now, when it comes to scotch, I don't hear too many people mix scotch with anything. It's either drink it straight or not at all. And uh, there's there's people, if you go on like whiskey TikTok or, uh, you know, bourbon talk or whatever, like uh, groups like that on uh, social media, um, they'll sit there and ridicule, beat up people for drinking their whiskey on the uh whiskey or bourbon on the ice on on the rocks, I mean, or mixing it with Coke, or they say you should drink it like this, you should drink it like that. 
And so I asked Neil Strachan, how do you like to prepare your scotch? How do you like to drink it? And he said the most brilliant thing I have ever heard in my life. He, he just simply said, with good friends. And I, sa- I thought to myself, fucking brilliant. Yes. Doesn't matter how you serve it. As long as you're drinking with good friends, that's the way you're supposed to do it. That If there is any rule out there of how to drink any liquor out there or anything, eat anything, drink anything, the best way to enjoy it is with good friends. So, you know, you know, I should uh, put that on a plaque or something like that because that was such a profound statement coming from uh, an ambassador for Belveni Scotch. This year, I've also talked to a lot of people who have started their own business, um, in not just in the bar situation. I mean, I, I gave high praise to the couple people that have started their own bars, but there are a lot of people who started their own mobile bar business. And, you know, I, I enjoy talking to them because starting a mobile bar, that, you know, I found that that's got to be scary. There's got to be a whole bunch, bunch of licensing that goes along with it. And they broke it down for me and uh, told me what they do. And they, you know, they sound insanely happy doing what they do. Like Vivian of the Thirsty Horse Mobile Bar, she uh, she decided to uh, just take a business and uh, go with it. Or Emily Diano, uh, Diano, she was well on her way. She's probably doing it right now. Of starting her own mobile bar business. And let me tell you, her mobile bar that she pulls behind a truck is really cool. She uh like redid what looks like the uh the back of a old Volkswagen bus. And it's amazing. But there were a lot of trials and tribulations that long went along with that, getting screwed over by contractors and stuff like that. But um uh, you know, she's still well on her way to making great business. Uh, other people that are event bartenders, uh, those people are loads of fun to talk about because you get the real interesting stories that you don't see in a bar because most of the time in the bar, they can't get away with the customer can't get away with it, but, uh, or even the bartender or server can't get away with some of the things that they do at event bartending. And it's hilarious. And other influential people out there, you know, there are people out there that, uh, a lot, uh, a lot of you just don't realize when they go to work, they don't wear the traditional uniform. Like, um, Miss Devin green, she talked about that. She works in a bikini bar and she is, you know, I follow her on Instagram. I follow her on TikTok. She's very comfortable with doing it. And I don't care what anybody thinks or says or does, uh, do what you like. If you're comfortable with doing what you uh, doing what you're doing, then you're living a great life. If you're doing something and you're not comfortable doing it, then why are you there? It's um, like that one girl that I used to work with who bitched and complained. Now remember, this is two th- the year two thousand. Uh, bitched and complained the whole time when anybody would light up a cigarette in the bar. This is before. Cigarettes were taken completely out of the bar. This is before they put in the giant fans to get rid of the cigarette smoke in the bar so people could still smoke. This is before all that. This is just free smoking in the bar section only. 
And she would complain, 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 complain. And then eventually I stopped and looked at her and said, then what are you doing here? Because that's part of this lifestyle here. And, uh, you know, when you wait, that goes back to when I say you wake up in the morning and you don't, uh, don't like your job, you might as well move on because you're going to do a half-assed job. You're going to, uh, and end up getting yourself fired one way or another. Anyway, why have that monkey on your back? Go search around, go find something else. And it's, you know, goes back to me not liking to make, um, blended drinks. It's not that I hate my job. I just don't like blenders. But when you go to work and it, uh, just the thought of going to work automatically ruins your day, then you've got a job where you really shouldn't be there. Let's take a look at uh, some of the comments that I've had on this podcast, uh, courtesy of Apple Podcasts. Um, so far, uh, Hey Bartender Podcast has had 55 ratings on uh, Apple Podcasts. 25 ratings on Spotify and all of them five stars. So thank you so much. Whoever rated the show. Uh, some of the comments I've gotten in the last year uh, from Rach Gollum 89. This podcast is a great place for anyone who's ever worked in the service industry, laughs, awesome stories, a place to share in the struggles and the success of working in the industry. Definitely give them a listen. Also a great, great host to interview with. Thank you so much for that. Uh, from Psychotic Gamer 2.0. This dude is a great bartender. The show has an upbeat, uh, has upbeat and fun guests, which makes for an entertaining listen. If the hardest thing you do is drink water, you should still give this podcast a listen. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. Thank you so much, Psychotic Gamer. Then Jim Rick, 74. This show talks about what all the people in the service industry thinks. It's awesome. Uh, uh, then from cram 10, awesome show, great guests, awesome hosts got me to try liquors and drinks. I never knew about now, not, not a lot of uh, comments, but still awesome comments. Thank you so much for that. And, uh, just the fact that you guys are taking the time to make a comment. Totally appreciate it. Oh, Hey, did you guys know that? Hey, bartender podcast is ranked number seven on Feedspot for, uh, shows about bartending. That's, that's kind of neat. Um, maybe, I, maybe I got to do something to, uh, get a little bit more traffic and get a little bit more exposure. What do you guys suggest? Now we got to get, uh, do something real quick. The top 10 episodes, downloaded episodes of Hey Bartender podcast for 2022. Um, let's, let's just go over them. Uh, number, uh, starting with, uh, the most downloaded interview with Rob Rossi, you guys, some of you guys might know him. He works at, uh, the international in New York near hell's kitchen. Uh, he has his own podcast called getting lumped up. He was a blast to talk to. Uh, it was a suggestion. Uh, a lot of the New York city bartenders know each other. And because of my, one of my uh, fans from damn near the beginning, uh, Boogie Lives, uh, he started telling all of his friends about this podcast, and then they started agreeing to be on the show. So, uh, uh, Rob Rossi, uh, you were number one download for this year. 
holiday greetings and wishes. Uh, that was number two. Number three, interview with that Christina Dean. Um, let me tell you, she is an amazing girl. Um, she, uh, pretty blue eyes. Anyway, um, she, uh, also another bartender from New York who recently moved to the West coast. And, uh, she was a lot of fun to have on the show. Uh, stuff I'm tired of hearing. That was the next one. Uh, so you want to be a bartender. That was like the fifth episode that I ever recorded. And, uh, that got number five on the top 10 most listened to episodes this year. Interview with Kayla Madden. Um, once again, a lot of fun. She, uh, she was great guest. Uh, next one was interview with Joel Lakovich of rock sound rum. There is another guy who, um, one day decided I wanted to make my own rum and he just went ahead and did it. And let me tell you, that is some good rum. Uh, next most popular was interview with bar daddy. You want to talk about a uh, good bartender and you can tell by how good she is by her attitude. She's got attitude for days and she was just a blast. Um, uh, next episode that was most popular. If a customer asked me about the Beatles documentary, let it be, uh, you know, you guys know me. Uh, if I, if you talk, get me started talking about the Beatles, I may never stop. I managed to keep it down to an hour though. Um, and then the 10th most listened to of 20, uh, 2022 was let's talk fast food. And it was where I gave uh, the chair to the fast food industry for a little while because I worked in the fast food industry for a little while. And you want to talk about people that get looked down upon and get paid shit? There you go. But let me tell you, people, 2022 was a pretty damn good year for me. Uh, I managed to become an ambassador for Country Wine and Spirits um, and got to meet a lot of really cool people, got to try out a lot of really cool alcohol. Uh I'm hoping that 2023 does even better for me. Uh, let's let's see. I want to set some goals right now. Um, let's see. I reached 40,000. My original goal for this year was 20,000, and I reached 40,000 downloads. So as of right now, I would like to, by the end of next year, by the end of 2023, reach 50,000 downloads for the year 2023. Not a big jump, but... Um, you know, I would just love to get more listeners and how do I get more listeners? I got to get more guests. If you people work in the service industry, have worked in the service industry or have something to do with the service industry, I would love to have you on the show. That includes bartenders, servers, hostesses, managers. I would love to even get some flight attendants or on the show and, uh, and let's talk about uh, talk about your lives. You know, a lot of bartenders out there, including myself, are a little introverted. But remember, when you're talking on Hey Bartender podcast, it's just you and me. Other people will listen to it later, but it's just you and me having a groovy conversation. Also, for 2023, I would love to bring music back onto the show. For all you people that listen to the early episodes, I used to promote a band or uh, on uh, on my episodes. I haven't done that in a long time. In fact, I think I stopped doing it when COVID was in full force because I couldn't get a hold of any of the bands. I'd be on bandcamp.com 
and uh, they uh, nobody would answer their emails. So I kind of had to stop doing that, but I'd love to start doing that again. Um, ambassadors from uh, uh, liquor companies, if you'd love to come in to on my show and promote your brand a little bit, I would love that. Uh, I, hey, I want swag too. You know, uh, I just became an investor uh, recently with uh, Rock and Vodka. It was just an opportunity. I had the uh, extra cash. And of course, I see Rick Nielsen as their uh, the face of their company, and I'm a fan of Cheap Trick. So uh, I decided, you know what? I've got a couple extra bucks. I'm going to be in, help invest in Rockin' Vodka, and I've got some stuff on the way. It's going to be pretty cool. Keep an eye on my TikTok channel at Hey Bartender Podcast, and I'll show you what that stuff is. But anyway, people, I think that's going to do it for Hey Bartender Podcast this episode. That is the end of 2022. It is officially last call for 2022. So come on up to the bar, get something really quick, and then grab your favorite uh, pair of lips and give them a big old smacker when the clock strikes 12, people. Um, Of course, if you listen to this after New Year's Eve, just find somebody and uh, find somebody anyway. Uh, if you're listening to this much later. Uh, big thanks to everybody that has been a part of Hey Bartender Podcast in the last year. Uh, you guys have been awesome. You've had great stories, a lot of very inspiring stories. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's great for me to make new friends. Uh, I, you know, I've stayed in touch with most most of my guests uh, I'm trying to get some of them back for the next year because, hey, even I'm curious what they're up to nowadays. So, um, you know, thank you, everybody, for all your support for uh, for Hey Bartender Podcast. I want to keep this going for a little while longer. Who knows how long this is going to last. And, uh, you know, let's see how big I can make this thing. I want to uh, do bigger and better things for 2023. What? I don't know yet, but... Uh, with a couple suggestions from you people, what you think, how, uh, where you think I should take a bartender podcast uh, under a modest budget. In fact, uh, no budget at all. Uh, I would love to hear your suggestions on what you'd like me to do. Also, big, huge thanks, Laura Hope and the Arctones, for allowing me to use their song, Dr. Bartender, for the theme song to Hey Bartender Podcast. If I had my own late night show like Fallon or Kimmel or any of those guys, they would be my house band. I would love to uh, do that for them. Uh, Go listen to their music. Their albums are available on iTunes, Bandcamp, Spotify. They've got a lot of great music out there, and they're just fucking awesome. Remember, people, to share, like, and subscribe to Hey Bartender Podcast. Uh, Leave a rating. Uh, five stars would be awesome. Leave a comment. I would love to hear those and get a chance to hear those on a later episode of Hey Bartender podcast. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your family. Remember, you can also follow Hey Bartender podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. All of them at Hey Bartender podcast. You can follow me on Twitter there uh, too. It's at Hey Bartender PO1, but um, there's, I don't do a lot there. Uh, honestly, I don't hang out on TikTok. I don't think I ever have. I just have it, but I'm there too. 
Don't forget to visit Country Wine and Spirits. That's cwspirits.com. Go check out all their selection of the greatest spirits that they have to offer. And just remember, whatever you order, if you use coupon code HEY5, that's H-E-Y-5, at checkout, you get 5% off your entire order. And all orders over $125 get free shipping. It's a great deal, people. Head on over to cwspirits.com. Just remember to use H-E-Y-5 at checkout. Hey, and you remember that uh, email that I got from those people uh, earlier, I talked about earlier in the show that I can't find the email to save my life? Uh, They mentioned that they love the show so much that they try to say my catchphrase at the end of every podcast with me. So if you would all do me a favor, if you're listening to this podcast or if you're just wandering around, send me uh, videos, audios, whatever of you saying it with me or saying it by yourself with your friends in your bar, whatever. And that catchphrase is, I wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. See you in 2023. What do you mean it's let's go? I just got...